How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me slash growth. That's hbs.me slash growth. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz have won 50 games this season despite an injury riddled season it's a remarkable accomplishment i'm david Locke, along with ron boone and we will talk about it here on locked on jazz part of the locked on podcast network 50 wins ron boone for the utah jazz tonight yeah it's amazing um at the beginning of the year i did not predict 50 Uh, i didn't think we could get there even a couple of weeks ago i didn't think we were going to get there but you know everything's a surprise um our second unit played pretty well tonight they uh, certainly did the uh, game. Uh, the Warriors played their primary guys through three quarters, and the game was tied heading into the fourth. And then from that standpoint, they sat Steph, Clay didn't play tonight, uh, Durant and Draymond. So there, there's a little bit of a, you know, and just make sure everybody kind of understands, there's a little bit of a, I don't know, about this game, not about the 50 wins in any way, shape, or form. The Jazz played without Gordon Hayward, without Rodney Hood, without Derek Favors, without Howell Neto, and it just has become such a signature to this team that the lack of guys seems to be irrelevant uh, in the effort that they get every night. And l- let me ask you this question, and we can go around the league and and, and, um, and look at this, but a lot of teams are doing this. Uh, and this was a very competitive basketball game. I think the fans got something out of this. I probably enjoyed it, probably didn't enjoy losing, but at least it was a competitive basketball game considering the fact that your star players didn't spend as much time out there on the floor. Are you seeing that around the league? Well, I think so. You saw the Spurs do that tonight. Uh, they played everybody on the roster about 20 minutes. The Portland sat a bunch of guys and they won. I'll bet their fans didn't care that Damian and CJ didn't play tonight. They got a good basketball game and won 99-98. Uh, tonight, you know, it, there, there's a correct way to manage this. I think the Jazz are doing that correctly. It's unlikely that the Clippers are going to <clears throat> lose another game. Uh, they blew out the Rockets, who are playing only part of their lineup, and they have Sacramento. So the chances of us getting home court seem very slim. We do go to the final night of the year with a chance that if the Sacramento Kings stun the L.A. Clippers and the Clippers forget to play, uh, maybe the Jazz do end up with home court if they can beat the Spurs. But the chances of it are slim, and so there's just no need to push guys right now. And as Quinn Snyder has said, the the uh, level of de- the level of importance is health, playing well, uh, seating, and home court. And I think he's working on health, and they're certainly playing well. I think that, you know, I don't think they necessarily played that badly in Portland. They had some bad stretches, but Dame went nuts. Uh, and otherwise, they've played very well. The Jazz have won six of their last eight games. They are closing the season playing good basketball. Well, just like last year, they closed it playing pretty well last year and, and uh, came up short. This year they're playing good, very good. Uh, going into the playoffs, and hopefully it carries on in, in, into the playoffs. But I, I think the key here is is with, with this basketball team is being able to, uh, you know, Quinn's going to have to make some decisions as far as a rotation and, and playing time. Maybe he already has in mind what he wants to do, but giving uh, guys like that a chance to play extended minutes, uh, you know, should help him out a little bit. That guard line is going to be something that we're going to have to be watching to see, you know, who's going to be active and who's going to be playing. I mean, that's something you have to watch. Well, I think ideally the guard line is probably a tight 
rotation, if he could, of Hill, uh, Hood, and Ingles with a little Neto, but I don't know if Neto's going to be ready, and so they're going to have to figure out who the backup point guard is. Shelvin played awfully well tonight, 16 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists, 31 minutes, and I would say that his playoff experience and the fact that he has played in the conference finals and, and been around uh, with Atlanta, I think, and Washington in the playoffs, I think probably gives him a bit of an edge. Dante's still just not shooting the ball well. He's 3 of 14 tonight. Uh, the thing that's most exciting to me about this win tonight and where the Jazz are right now is that Boris Diaw, I, I thought he was exceptional tonight. I, I, I bet if we went back and watched the film, it's 10 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists. The amount of things he did correctly, whether it was defending in the post or initiating the offense or just moving correctly or being in the right place or leading. You have George Hill gave a nice night for the Jazz. We'll talk about that. But also Joe Johnson, 29 minutes, 19 points. The, the guys that you got on this roster to go help you, in a playoff run. Boris Diaw with 108 playoff games, Joe Johnson with 101, both look like they're warming up and getting ready for the playoffs. You know, it, it was interesting as we started the basketball game up, we, we were talking about Boris Diaw and how he was came out like he was going to make a statement or maybe he was going to put the effort out there on the floor like he did against the San Antonio Spurs here last, a couple of weeks ago, but he's just a smart player. He played 25 minutes. You know that when he makes his mind up, that that uh, that he wants to play. I mean, Quinn probably knows this as well. Then they're going to have to use him quite a bit during the playoffs. Ron, I want to go big pick. Well, actually, let's go George Hill for just a second. What do you see out of George? 19 minutes tonight, 20 points, five assists. Uh, what do you see from him tonight? I like what I saw. I, I, I really did. I, I, I think he played an excellent basketball game. I'd like to see him uh, play a little faster sometimes. But he, he picked his poison tonight, and I thought he played a very controlled basketball He's game. not in great physical shape because mm-hmm. of the injuries, and I wonder if what the, we're going to see short bursts out of him throughout the playoffs as a way to do that quick four and five minutes, catch your breath, then you can push the tempo a little bit. I think he often, since that foot injury, has just been not able to practice and not able to do as much, and so I almost feel like he's pacing himself a bit when he's been out there, and maybe that's the answer. Well, and, and Quinn's going to have to take a long look at that as well. I mean, those little stretches sometimes – uh, affect doesn't affect players or, or affects them to the point where they're not making an impact out there on the floor. Some guys might need 10 minutes, 9, 10 minutes stretches in order to be effective out there. And those little short spans, you know, sometimes uh, they're just not very well, good. It's only I'm 9 not, or 10 not, trips down the floor if you play in 4 minutes. I mean, that's, a, yeah. that's the thing when you look at Trey Lyles' struggles. This is a side note, but when you look at Trey Lyles' struggles this year and some of the guys that haven't had great years, you go look at their stints and they're playing nine possessions on the offensive end when they play four minutes. It's it's almost none. If you don't touch a few times, you just don't ever get, you know, you always say you don't break a sweat. Well, yeah, that's what I use. I mean, sometimes you just need something to get you going out there. And if you don't get that early, if you don't go in the ball game, I played with a guy years ago, I mean, that uh, was a flat-out dead-eye shooter, and, and everyone knew that. And every as soon as he touched the ball, I don't care who was on him, he took a shot because he wanted to get into the ball game. He wanted to feel like he was there. And if he knocked that first one down, look out. You know, Freeman Williams or who? No, no. His name was George Stone. Oh. Out of Marshall. Freeman Williams is the only guy going to give it just shoot every time he got the ball back from that era. It's a pretty yeah. good old reference, by the way, right? Yeah. Freeman, Thank you. Yeah, goes back a ways. Yeah. I don't know if you ever played together. I don't no, know why. I don't have any idea why I just it's thought a of Freeman. problem because we both wanted to ball. <laughs> I have no idea why I just thought of Freeman Williams. That's really scary. Uh, final thing. Big picture. Jazz become the fifth team in NBA history to have a season in the 20s, season in the 30s, season in the 40s, and a season in the 50s. Dennis Lindsay built a plan. It involved 
all of those seasons? And what's your thoughts on how it's how it's been executed? It's not just me. I think everyone around the league. We heard Steve Kerr before the ball game talk about Quinn Snyder and Dennis Lindsay and how they've uh, done done it the right way of building this basketball team, putting things together, and then got to the point with through the draft and 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 adding some players uh, to the point where they okay now we can add some veteran players and make this a pretty good basketball team. And obviously they, they were able to do that. Uh, it's been very competitive all season long. Been a threat all season long, even without you know with the injury. So I'm just impressed with the way they've been able to get it done. Rudy Gobert was awesome again, 17 points, 18 rebounds, and he is a great offensive player, as well as being a great defensive player. One day people will realize that grabbing the ball above the rim and throwing it through the hole is actually the purpose of the game, and that counts as offense. That is Postcast on Locked on Jazz, part of the Locked on Podcast Network.